If you'd like to spend some time with real people with a real heart for God, we welcome you to visit us at Harvest Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Our Sunday morning services are held at 1030, and our Family Night Fellowship takes place on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Come experience God's awesome, life-changing power as we worship in His presence, fellowship with one another, commit to discipleship, and share God's love through evangelism. For more information or directions, visit HarvestNova.com. That's HarvestNova.com. You know, as, as Christians, we should be the most thankful people on the planet. Amen? We know that God has given us life. John 5, 21 tells us that. He saved us, Psalm 13, 5. And Psalm 107, 8 reminds us that he never stops loving us. Even when we're practically unlovable sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? He loves us. We have incredible reasons to celebrate and give God thanks. And, and although... Thanksgiving, we say this every year, but it's true. Thanksgiving should be part of every day of our lives. Amen. Uh, but uh, we focus on giving thanks this uh, time of the year. Um, and, and there are many ways in Scripture uh, that are delineated in Scripture to give thanks. And I, I just want to share uh, before we receive the Lord's Supper... Um, I, I want to share um, these three habits. The first is uh, singing to God. Did you know that God sings? Did you know that? Zephaniah 3.17, speaking of God, says, He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. Uh, I can't wait to get to heaven and hear God sing. Amen? Isn't that just a precious thought? Uh, and so singing for us is an ideal way to say thank you. And we've done that today. Psalm 147 verse 7 says, sing out your thanks to the Lord. Uh, now, there, there may be some of you here, some watching online, you say, Pastor Tim, you know, I, I have a lot of talents and a lot of gifts, but singing isn't one of them, you know. And, well, how do you know that? Well, when people go like this when I sing, it's, it's, a, it's a giveaway. But you know what? God never goes like this when we sing. The, whether, whether you have what most would call a, a, a beautiful singing voice or, or, or not, whether you have trouble finding the right notes sometimes, when we open up our mouths, the, the Bible says the, 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 the mouth, when we, what we speak through the mouth is an expression of the heart. And so when we open up our mouths and we sing to the Lord, God, God hears it as beautiful music, no matter what the sound of your voice may be. Amen? Amen. And, and so I want to encourage you, and, and you know, some, some people's singing isn't my thing, and uh, you know, can't wait to get maybe to the preaching or something. Just when, and, and, and of course, singing isn't limited to you know, a few minutes on Sunday morning. Uh, we should have a song in our hearts that we express through, through our lips. And so let me encourage you just to sing your thanks to the Lord, just to express, sing a psalm, a scripture course, or a, a gospel course, something to give him thanks. Singing to God is a great way to give him thanks. Uh, what's, what's another way to give God thanks? Well, giving back to God, giving to God. Uh, 400 years ago, a group of European Christians who were persecuted for their faith, they came to North America to establish a colony so they could worship God freely. And they established Thanksgiving along with Native Americans to thank God for what he had provided. But uh, 
little history lesson, America wasn't the first country to institute Thanksgiving. 3,000 years earlier, God told the Israelites to establish a Thanksgiving festival every year called the Festival of Weeks so they could celebrate God's goodness. And during this Thanksgiving festival, God told the Israelites to collect an offering. He said in Deuteronomy 16, 10 and 11, celebrate the harvest festival to honor the Lord your God by bringing him a freewill offering in proportion to the blessing he has given you. Do this at the one place of worship. So the scripture tells us that part of our thanksgiving, our worship to God, is giving. And, and we know, listen, God owns everything. Everything everywhere, right? He doesn't need our money. God is not poor. But he instructs us to give to him a portion of that uh, with which he's blessed us. And that's why we practice the tithe. That's why we give the tenth and free will offerings beside that. And so many of us have discovered uh, the biblical principle that, uh, you know, 90% of my income goes much further than 100% would ever go. Uh, it goes much further when I give the God his tenth, his tithe and offerings besides as God lays it on our hearts. There's just something so, so powerful about giving. You know, what we do with our money is an expression of our heart. Who will you give Christmas gifts to this year? People you love, people you care about, and uh, I, I, I assume you'll put some thought into it. Why? Because it's an expression of your heart. So when we give to God, uh, when, when, we, uh, when we give to God, it's an act of thanksgiving. It's saying, Lord, I recognize that all uh, that I have, all the material blessings I have, they come from you, as we sang about this morning. And so, Lord, I want to give to your work. Uh, you, you, you say, Pastor Tim, you're saying that because the church needs the money. Yes, we need the money. As a matter of fact, we need it pretty strongly right now. But that doesn't negate the biblical principle that, uh, that giving to God is, is a, a, a way of saying thanks. You, you hear even people in the secular world talk about, uh, it's a cliche, I want to give back. Right? We hear that all the time. Uh, who more important to give back to than Almighty God and His work? So we worship through giving. And what's a, th what's a third biblical way of giving thanks? It's, it's communion with God celebrating uh, communion, or as we call it, the Lord's Supper. Another name for it is the Eucharist. Everyone should have received a, uh, a, a portable communion pack on the way in. If you didn't, slip a hand up. Maybe we can get that to you. Okay, there's a few. Can we, can we get, get those to them? Okay. Um, the, the, I mentioned the term Eucharist. Eucharist literally means Thanksgiving. Did you know that? It's meant to be a model of what it looks like to express gratitude to God. And two times in Paul's description of the Lord's Supper in 1 Corinthians 11, verses 23 through 37, he reminded his readers to remember. To remember the sacrifice of Jesus' broken body and his spilled blood. To remember so we can thank God for what he did to secure our salvation. A chapter earlier in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16, 
Paul wrote this. He said, the cup we use in the Lord's Supper and for which we give thanks to God when we drink from it, we are sharing in the blood of Christ. Partaking in Holy Communion, the Lord's Supper today, is a, a, a way of giving thanks, of remembering. Jesus said, as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. You know, we human beings, we forget, don't we? We, we just, uh, uh, we don't maybe forget that, that the cross happened or, you know, forget that that's a fact of history. But, 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 but we, we, we kind of uh, become, you know, used to it. We, we just kind of forget to remember, if you know what I mean. We, we forget to make it prominent in our lives. And, and we, we, if God never did another thing for us, the simple fact that he sent his son to bleed and die for us and to pay the penalty for our sins and to redeem us and make us his children should be enough for us to give him thanks throughout all eternity. He did for us what we could not do for ourselves. Amen? And so when we partake of the Lord's Supper, we, we, we partake of the, 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 the bread which symbolizes his broken body, the, the, the fruit of the vine which symbolizes his shed blood. It was for our benefit. It was for our forgiveness. It was for our redemption. Hallelujah. 